Hey guys, I hope all is well uh, today. Um, welcome to the That's The Podcast. Uh, today, I, you know, I, I wanted to talk about something very important to me. Uh, that's that's uh, a very important topic. And I hope you guys agree. Uh, we want, I want to talk to you guys about the minimum wage hike, uh, the minimum wage uh, raise for many Americans who make seven twenty-five dollars uh, and below, especially tip workers an hour. And I was reading from the New York Times uh, that the House voted Thursday to raise the federal minimum wage to $15 an hour by 2025, delivering a long-sought victory to liberals and putting the Democratic Party's official imprimatur on the so-called fight for $15, which many Democratic presidential candidates have embraced. The bill would more than double the federal minimum wage, which is $7.25 an hour, about $15,000 a year for someone working 40 hours a week, or about $10,000 less than the federal poverty level for a family of four. It has not been raised since 2009, the longest time the country has gone without a minimum wage increase since it was established in 1938. The measure which passed largely along party lines 231 to 199, after Republicans branded it a jobs killer, faces a blockade in the Senate where Senator, where Senator Mitch McConnell of Kentucky, the majority leader, said he will not take it up. Only three Republicans voted for it, while six Democrats opposed it. Most represent swing districts. Now, I don't know if this is a problem for those guys sitting up in Washington, but I think it is a problem for people who are struggling to pay uh, just the basic pay for the basic things like, you know, paying your car notes, paying your house rent, paying your, uh, paying your bills, uh, your light bills, your water bills, uh, paying for the necess- necessities of life, just trying to survive. And I don't think that that should be a party issue. I think that it should be an issue for all Americans who, uh, who suffer every single day to make ends meet, who try to try to take care of their families. There's no way that you can uh, keep a family fed making $20,000 a year, $25,000 a year. A family of four, come on, man. You can't do it by yourself. You can, you can barely feed yourself those wages. And it's a shame that we live in a country where we have so much where people have to suffer on a daily basis just to try and su- to, to sustain a living, just to try and go day to day by day to day, living from check to check, trying to sustain a living for themselves and, and their family. Now, there are a lot of people who discuss uh, issues about job killing and, 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 uh, and uh, the loss of jobs, uh, the, the hiring of more uh, educated workers who have more uh, education, have, have a higher educational uh, background, who have more and an experience uh, on, on the job and less hiring for unexperienced workers who have no skills, unskilled workers have no skill. Uh, but if we if we look at the statistics of people who uh, who are doing those jobs who are skilled, uh, they're making the same amount. People are people are not getting paid. People are not being able to get food to eat. Uh, if this is a problem, then I would like for those people who are uh, opposing this thing to step in the shoes of someone who doesn't have enough. To step into the shoes of someone who is not able to take care of themselves in the way that they should, not able to take care of their children in the way that they should, not able to take care of their uh, their uh, the people they have legal guardianship over, to step into their shoes for one day at least 
and to look at their lives and say, hey, uh, this is rough. Man, you, you you have people who are working their fingers to the bone every single day, just trying to make a living, trying to make ends meet, and they can't go one week without without money. They can't go one week without a check. If they miss a check, their whole month is set into chaos. It's, 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 it's gone. It's over. So how can we sit here and disagree on whether we should give a minimum wage uh, raise to those people who really need it not only do they need it they deserve it because they do some of the hardest work uh out there they do some of the work that some people won't even do in their worst nightmares seriously some of those people they won't do the job in their worst nightmares and they don't even dream about going to uh do those menial jobs where you have to uh work from sun up to sundown just try to make you know meet hours to make enough money to pay your 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 light bill to put gas in your car to put food on your table right there, there there's 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 not a person out there in washington who has ever dreamed of uh going out there and just uh you know making money to just eat people are just some people are working to just eat not not only have a place to stay but just working to just have food to eat on a daily basis and that's not the way a working person should live a person who works for a living, they should not have to live like that. They should not have to live in a way that when you go home, you're so tired that you, when you turn on the TV, the TV's watching you, <laughs> right? That there's that shouldn't be uh, a, a situation where you can you have to tell your kids that we when we go into the store today that we can't get you uh, the food that you want. We can't get you uh, the certain uh, brand of cereal that you like. It's, it, it has to be demeaning to a parent. It has to be demeaning to someone who has taken guardianship of a person who can't work for themselves. It has to be demeaning to a person who uh, is struggling on a daily basis to provide for someone that is depending upon them for their livelihoods. It has to be demeaning for a person to go into a store and tell the tell the child or to tell uh, someone that they can't provide for them when in actuality they're, they're working harder than some people uh, who have more and and they they want they want for their families just what they want for uh, just what anybody else would want for their families. They need they need that raise. They need this fifteen dollars an hour. Yeah. We haven't looked into this thing in decades. We haven't we haven't raised the minimum wage in decades. There has to be some kind of uh, there has to be some kind of change taking place in Washington where we remove those people who don't want to benefit us in it and we make it ourselves we we make those changes ourselves by our votes we make those changes ourselves by making the decision to do the right thing with our votes not by party lines not if you're conservative or liberal but what's going to be best for your fellow man there has to be there has to be a point a point at to where uh when we look at each other we can't say that I'm a Republican, I'm a Democrat, I'm a liberal, I'm a conservative. We have to say that we're human beings, we're Americans first, and our parties come later. It's not even the last thing that comes. It shouldn't even be the first thing that comes to our mind. It shouldn't be the last thing that comes to our mind. Our, our number one priority should be the benefit and well-being of our people. No matter what race, color, sex, or creed, or religion, no matter what you believe in, no matter who you are. We are Americans. We should stand up for each other. There, there is there is a big gap between those people who 
who have and the people who don't have the have nots, the have and the haves not have nots uh, in this country today because we've allowed it to, to get that way. We've allowed it to become a country where uh, uh, the haves have so much that the have nots have nothing. They have so much that it takes us 10 lifetimes to make as much money uh, as, as the Koch brothers, for instance. It takes us so long to get the money that Bill Gates has. You know what I'm saying? This shouldn't be the case in our country. This shouldn't be the case in any country. There are so many people around the world today who are suffering from unimaginable poverty. I'm talking about sickening poverty to the point to where when you look at their lives, uh, you say, how can those people make it through that situation? How can they get through a, a Living like that when it's raining through your roof and you have no food to eat, you, you're struggling from, on, on a daily basis just to uh, just to live like a human being, uh, let alone live like uh, <laughs> live like in, in comfort and comfort. You know, you're not, you're not going to live in comfort. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. Sometimes I'm, 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 I'm struck speechless by the, the audacity of people who say they oppose something when they have so much. How dare you sit there and you oppose something for people that's going to help people? Because I think that they're afraid. They're afraid that they're going to lose money. They're afraid that their that their jobs are not going to be filled. They have employees working for them who make uh, wages that you can't live by. And the less they pay, the more money they make. You don't scratch it. I, I think I, I think I do understand. Forget about that. I think I do understand why they oppose it. Because those people who are in power do not want those who have, have who have no power to be empowered. We 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 live on the edge on a daily basis. There are people now who are living in unimaginable poverty in our country. There are children who are not getting adequate education because they have no food to eat. They they can't go to school. They can uh they can't afford clothing. They can't afford uh. Uh, things, the necessities of life that other children can. There are so many people today suffering from the simplest things that can be fixed with just a few more dollars. It can be fixed with just a few more dollars. Why can't we take on the responsibility? Why can't we take the responsibility upon ourselves uh, to unite with one another, to be a united people, to take on uh, this, this monster of poverty, to look it in the eye and say, hey, you won't take this country down. You won't you won't destroy our country. We're gonna be united on this front. And no matter whether you call yourself a Democrat or a Republican, we can all agree that uh we have we have a, a, a blessed country here. We have a great country here where every person can speak their minds without being uh, afraid of repercussions or, or horrible consequences that might fall upon him or his family. We have a country where we can speak freely and we could uh, argue about firing points in, in the law. This is a country where we have a freedom to uh, choose who we want to be and what we want to be. I really want us to live up to the, the, the dreams and aspirations of those people who came before us, who fought so hard and who fought so bravely for our independence and our freedoms that we have today. I feel so I feel so good to be a part of this great experiment that we call America. And I hope that one day that those people 
live up to the promises that their ancestors uh, 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 put upon them. It's, it's a great weight that we have on our shoulders because those people who came before us, they were noble people and we have to live up to the example or go beyond the example that they set for us because I'm not saying that we all have to hold hands and sing Kumbaya. I know that there are some things that we have to work out uh, depending on you know the legality of it and depending on the bureaucracy. You know, there are a lot of things that, that take time. These things take time. They take time. And we have to we have to understand that it's not going to be fixed overnight. A problem that took decades to fix is not going to be fixed overnight. Those things are not going to happen overnight. These things have to be fixed gradually, but we can't take too long. There are people who are suffering and they can't wait another month. They can't wait another year for politicians to make up their mind on whether they should have more money. Or not? Now, should they stick with the status quo? Should, should they stay comfortable? Because their lives are comfortable. They don't have a reason to uh, change anything. They're not suffering uh, from check to check, uh, moving moving from house to house because you're getting evicted, or your house is getting foreclosed upon, or you have to take out mortgages, or or you have to, uh, you know, uh, worry about should I choose between my medicine, or should I choose between having something to eat today? That's not that's not something that they have to suffer through. So from from experience, we learn that people have an innate sense of helping one another through living. We see that people have an innate sense of wanting somebody to, you know, have have a good time, wanting somebody to live a good life. Uh, We want to share those good experiences with one another because it makes us feel good. We're wired. We're hardwired to help one another. So why is it becoming so difficult for us to to support to support those who are in need, who have less than we do. Support the people who who give so much so that we can have comfort. Those people who are cleaning your houses, those people who are working in the restaurant, serving your food, those people who are working uh, on the streets, cleaning up your trash, those people who, uh, uh, you know, teach your kids at the schools, those people who are janitors in the hallways, those, every, you know, every one of those people who make a the small differences in your life that, that give you the small comforts uh, uh, in, in, in your day, make sure those people have something that they can smile about too. Make sure you comfort them in the same way. Support those people who don't have. Support them who don't have and those comforts will continue. Those comforts that they provide will continue because if they don't have, then they can no longer provide those comforts for those who do have. Make sure that you take care of the people uh, who take care of you. Because in return, you, when you put in good, there, there's good that's going to come out. So take care of the people who take care of you. And and uh, the reason why I, I started this podcast is to is to try to make known the struggle of so many people who are not being heard. The voices of people who are not being heard. A footnote in history. A footnote in our lives. Those people, us, not, not those people, us, we need to be heard. Okay, and there there are people who want those voices to be silenced because because those people never matter to those to these people anyway. They never matter in, in in the first place, and and we need those people to be heard because they have voices that are just as important. They have voices that are just as uh, uh, legitimate as as any politician in Washington today. There there there's no president, no prime minister, no. Uh, no congressman, no senator who is not 
there because of the support of the people. He got there because the people support him. The, the masses, they supported them and they are there to do a job. They are there to complete a, a, a job and they're working for us. We're not working for them. They're working for us. So when we want them to do a certain thing, only th the only thing that we have to do is, is to bring it up, talk about it, uh, make dialogue about it, uh, bring up something uh uh, uh, that's gonna that's gonna get the attention of the lawmakers in Washington. Uh, we need to break these lobbies that they have with big tobacco and 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 and, and uh, you know the, the the National Rifle Associations. Those things are not beneficial to us as as individuals as people in this country. We need we need more help in our country, and I'm trying to stay as neutral as possible. Because there are people that I that I agree with who are conservative, and there are people who I agree with that are liberal. But I'm going to always stand up for the person who is poor. I'm going to always stand up for the people who are poor. And if you support support that, then you support this podcast. If you support that, then you support uh, uh, what what this what this platform is about. There is nobody here who loves this country more than I do. There's nobody who supports uh, this government more than I do. And there are some things that I disagree with. There's, there's good and there, there's the good, the bad and the ugly. But the good outweighs all of the bad. There are some things that we should fix. I know that there are some things that we ne we've neglected and we've put to the side that we should that we should fix. But overall, the beauty, the hidden beauty of this country is that we can talk about those things. We can make those things apparent. We can do the right thing. We don't have to wait to put it off for tomorrow. We can do the right thing today.